0: Hey, good people. This is Kenya with finding your voice after 40. And I typically release episodes on Thursday, but we're doing a little bit of a Wednesday wellness. So this is the deal. We just released this episode number 67 originally a couple of weeks ago, stop dimming your light. And there was an edit that we needed to do just in the title and then it took it off and then i was like oh no it took it off i don't want it to so in an effort to bring it back We're calling it kind of a bonus. So if you're like, I thought you come out on episodes on Thursdays. Yeah, I do. And we do have a really special episode for you tomorrow. So I want to make sure you tune in on that because it is the final episode of the year, but I didn't want to have this episode removed because it was such an impactful one. And TJ Mercer did such a dynamic job. So you may have already heard this episode before. Here it is again because it accidentally got deleted and I don't want it to be deleted. So we're back. All right. It's back. So it's a bonus and it's definitely one to perk up your wellness. All right. So if you've already heard this episode, you can listen to it again, or you can just wait till Thursday, (laughs) wait till tomorrow, because we have a really, really special episode for you tomorrow, but I don't want this one to go missing. All right. So enjoy Use the holidays, get your Wednesday wellness on and enjoy this episode. Stop dimming your light An interview with TJ Mercer. And we are back, and I'm excited to have this. We already fussed at each other before I push her forward. <laughs> See, I got another thing. Before don't I don't begin.
1: make me tell them what we used to call you in 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 college. Don't 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 make me sing your theme song. I actually I want you to sing
0: the theme. When song. your house is on fire, call Kenya and McGuire. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> So we no. have to make sure that Brad
1: hears that. Yes, we have to because Brad is the one that started uh, calling <laughs> you that while we were in the Howard Gospel Choir. <laughs> and I don't know if you noticed because you didn't say nothing, but I wore my Howard Bling shirt in honor of you
0: today. Oh, so I didn't. I didn't see the Howard. I saw the Howard behind you. Yes. I saw the Howard behind you, but yes. I did not. So we didn't even get okay. You guys, those who are listening are like, who, what, where? You have to get on Patreon just so you can see. Now, you know I don't call you TJ. No. You know I don't call you that.
1: So can you call I call me my government name. Can I call you your government name? You are more than okay. welcome to call me my government name. <laughs> All right. And so, even if I
0: said no, it's going to slip out. Anyway. I know. So. I, yes. I yeah. told myself, practice, TJ. Okay, so we're here with TJ Mercer. I know her as Tawan. This is how, when we were, yes, yeah, 17, 18, we met literally, um, I guess it was in HGC, in Howard Gospel Choir, but yes. we were both freshmen together. We're not going to do the whole history of our relationship, even though it's amazing. But before we get into this interview, how are you?
1: I are you? am stupid
0: happy these <laughs> days, like...
1: I'm trying to contain my my energy because I am so unbelievably happy. Life, Mm. life life-lifed, you know, in early 2023, starting in 2022, actually, and Mm. to be on the other side of life-lifing and still coming out with my joy, um, Mm. you know, intact. My joy is never on the table because my joy does not come from my external circumstances. Yes. And so, you know, I, I'm i just unbelievably jo- joyously happy.
0: Well, I, that, is, that is amazing. And thank you, and thank you for even kicking us off. I knew the energy and I was gonna kinda preface things to say, you guys, the energy is gonna be high <laughs> in this next 40 minutes. Kenya and her, you know, mellow, no this is going to like crank up, but that's wonderful. And I think, you know what, this is why I asked you to be mm-hmm. in this space because you are infectious and your joy, you're not gonna be around Swan and be Mopi um, because energetically it's just that, but you, you've always been that. And so to see you now light up where so many more people get to experience this, um, it's just inspiring, it's super, super inspiring. So, I received that,
1: I absolutely oh. received that. And it took me, you know, to get into 40, hence being on the podcast called <laughs> Body the Voice, at the 40. It took my voice kicked in, and me leaning into who I really am kicked in at 40, yeah. that I no longer was trying to dim my light because people were like, "Oh my god, your energy." Like I, you know, I would internalize that and try to tone it down. Mm. But after when I turned 40 on the heels of 40, I had just come out of an abusive marriage. Mm. And where literally he had tried to kill me several times. So because I had survived that, when I hit 40, I came in with a bang of you are not dimming my light. My divorce was final, uh, November and I turned mm. 40 the next September. So through November to that September, I really was finding my voice.
0: Mm. Mm. Okay. We got some, yummy. first of all, thank you for that. And, um, I I want us to unpack that a little bit more as we keep going. Not so much the past and the marriage and, and you know what that was, but who you understood yourself to be during that time. Mm-hmm. But I, I want to read something to you first before okay. we go into that. So you can sit back and just listen for a minute. Let me read that. Okay. TJ Mercer is the founder of Move In Day Mafia, a nonprofit that provides dorm room makeovers primarily for HBCU freshmen who have aged out of foster care. In addition, she leads the league of extraordinary water walkers, a collective of like minds who dare to walk in industry shifting miracles as a force for good. She admits to being the ultimate chatterbox since childhood and discovered her superpower in storytelling early. For nearly three decades, TJ thrived in Hollywood as an award-winning TV editor and producer, but later transitioned her love of storytelling to the stage as a speaker, captivating audiences with her infectious energy and empowering messages. When she's not sprinkling her magic on audiences each day, TJ aims to spread joy with every step she takes. So <laughs> how did it feel hearing me read that to you?
1: Feels damn good. Cause I earned that every sentence. Somebody, I was I was speaking at a, a virtual conference uh, last weekend and the young lady started out with, Okay, so I know TJ does not want you to hear all of this. And I listened to her read my bio. And I was like, oh no, I need you to hear all of that because that bio has come with some scars, some battles, some wars, some um, uh, battles I lost, but mm. I ultimately still ended up winning the war. And so I, and I explained to her, I don't play down my bio, I don't. Because mm-hmm. my bio really is a testament to the goodness of God. You know, I'm a, I'm a faith girl, Jesus freak all day, <laughs> every day. So I want you to hear my bio because it really can reflect back to my foundation of I got here because God ordered my steps. God mm-hmm. forgave me. God gave me grace. God let me mess up and get back up and try it again. God built me to be resilient. God built me to be, you know, audacious. So I need you to know. So then you to fully understand, I didn't wake up like this. You know, I'm not Beyonce. You know, I didn't, I I woke up like, no, I didn't. This was a journey for me to get to the point where I can stand 10 toes down and what, who I have become. I like me.
0: Yeah, yeah. And I feel that, and I, it's interesting that you said, you know, you didn't wake up like this. And, you know, I will admit, I mean, we we met, almost what over 30 years ago. And so mm-hmm. who we are in college as people obviously, you know, evolves a great deal. But the thing that I've always and I and I see this consistent thread about you is your honesty. And, and yes and I'm putting that in a calm way but you I mean we've always been really cool I mean I just appreciate when people can just be direct mm-hmm. and let me know kind of what's up because then all right I know like this is what they you know as opposed to I'm gonna smile but I don't really feel like that Like I mean that that drives me crazy so well, let, yeah, me, go let ahead. me speak to that
1: because again it hit when I turned 40 like it 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 was like i changed it <laughs> when i turned 40 i really did mm. and one of the things that god helped me see that my purpose is to love on god's kids if you ask me at the end of the day what is my purpose in life it really is to love on god's kids now how i do that changes depending on what tj you get if you get the tj from hollywood you'll find people you know on set telling me everything about their lives that's hurt. Like I literally, I will not I'm not kidding you. When I was working on night school, which was Kevin Hart and Tiffany Hatch's oh, Hatch, movie, I was behind the scenes producer. I literally Romani uh Romani Malco, who actually went on to star in um that hit TV Little Things, something sent things.
0: Oh, uh, on uh, ABC. Tiny. And things are a little. Something, something yeah. like yes. that. Yeah. <laughs> That's, that hit show. Yeah. <laughs> um. He would
1: show up to set every day when he was there, tap me on my shoulder and open his arms ready for his hug. God. So it depends on where you encounter me. But at the end of the day, it's always going to drill down to loving on God's kids. And so my honesty comes from making sure I'm not built, you know, people talk about, that, you know, you need to move in silence. It's like, yeah, I'm too loud to be silent. I'm. Just, he didn't wire me that way. I'm called to be loud and honest because mm-hmm. I need people who were assigned to me to walk with me, to feel connected to me. I need them to understand that they're not in this alone. Like yeah. I married a man who almost killed me. So clearly I didn't make a good choice. But I need to let people know your choices don't define you. I have blown through money, lost Mm. it all because of bad choices. But baby, my comeback game is strong. So I have to be talking about that. For the people that rock in my circle, for the people mm. like, you know, I have this, this this collective now called the League of Extraordinary Water Walkers. I've been in the season of 2023, people literally watching miracle after miracle after miracle, me believing bigger, me jumping out the boat, not being afraid to sink. And yeah. so I have to be honest with these people of what does long faith look like? My next book is going to be called Waiting for Suddenly. I spent 10 years waiting for a big dream to come to pass. Okay.
0: Wait a minute. (laughs) Waiting for suddenly
1: waiting for suddenly you get that first Kenya, depending on when this, when this (laughs) airs, Oh. No one, you're the first person I've given the name to.
0: Oh, and I don't know this. We we do, we batch record early. So it may, it may, it, it, it's, you're going to come up though pretty soon within the next month. But, but know that then you got it first because I have not, yeah. only my inner
1: circle knows oh, what the name of the that. next, the next I book is. Exactly. But I that. it's going to take 10 years for some of your dreams to come to pass. Yes. It's going to take 15 years. One, because the people who need to be in position to give you, a yes hadn't even been ha- hired at the company yet and two the technology has not been created what she <laughs> needs to do so you're suddenly you don't have to wait on that thing for 10 to 15 years and then people gonna be like well where'd she come from i don't remember the question but you know that's that's what we you
0: know. <laughs> i hope i, I answered don't even the question i don't even know if there. i do but <laughs> i do <laughs> I don't know if I do either, but I do want to talk about, I mean, cause you keep making 40 as like, that's a, a landmark, which is why the podcast has caused that. Cause there is a natural cycle
1: mm-hmm. that just
0: developmentally after 40, something clicks and uh, the way that we understand ourselves, our truths, all that. So reflecting back on before 40, being in this abusive relationship, mm-hmm having these things and and, you know i know there's lots of layers to that and we don't have to unpack that but to the point that i had mentioned earlier i i do want to understand and i want the listeners to better understand who was that tj in that relationship so as you
1: as you (laughs) said you know i came out the womb telling stories (laughs) you know um that that's always been me it just became a little dimmer because Mm -hmm. when you're married to someone First of all, let me just say to anyone, especially women who are listening to this, one of the things that kept me in denial about my situation for so long was uh, I, I, I always say like I had outsuccessified my way into denial, mm. meaning mm. domestic violence could not happen to someone like me. I didn't need my husband to take care of me. He did not. I was the, the high earner in the mm. relationship but he came at me in other ways of systemically tearing down the self esteem that I did have of mm-hmm. constantly telling me you're too much of a problem. Um, I wish I met you earlier. Cause I would have been able to train you. No man is going to want to wow. do, you know, put up with you. You are so harsh and fast forward, you know, 12 years, 13 years later, I'm counseling. This just happened. I'm counseling. A friend who has, you know, she wasn't seeing it, but she's telling me some of the things that that have been said to her by her husband. Mm -hmm. And I'm going, oh, my God, she's experiencing that same subtle, you know, thing that happens. And I need the women who are listening to this to hear that preceding the physical violence is always the verbal Mm. there's no way they're just gonna start out hitting you right because then you wouldn't marry them so it starts with that subtle nick and prick um so i didn't realize so to your point of your question i didn't realize that this what what was happening to me. And I was still going to work. I was still, you know, we had lost our daughter and that's when the physical really kicked in mm. is when we, we, my daughter died. And mm. um, so of course I'm grieving, but I'm still surrounded with love and support. So that was used against me. And in, in retrospect, I'm looking at the fact that he didn't have that. So he hated that I did, So, everything he would try to, you know, tear down. And so um, I remember my mom uh, making a statement to me, like, I haven't heard you laugh in a long time. uh, And so after I got out of it, I realized I had become a shell of myself because he had convinced me that I was this bad person and um, had almost you know not quite isolated
0: mm-hmm. but
1: people weren't com- comfortable coming to the house so wow. i would have to to go out to be with my friends and even then i would be on you know eggshells and so that's who i was on november 9th of 2009 so we coming up on my anniversary of me walking out yeah. that door yeah. and not looking back and It was when I left for the final time. And so I'm also want to say to the women who are listening, don't beat yourself up if it takes you several times to to leave Mm -hmm. and be gone for good. That's natural. My prayer is that you leave before it is too late and Mm. be strategic with your leaving because the statistics say you are more likely to be killed once you leave. Because you have snatched that mm-hmm. security away from them, and the threats of murder increased when he realized she ain't coming back. Like mm-hmm. when it finally clicked to me, I am done. Um, and I, you know, uh, I wrote all about it in the six-figure back because that's the thing. I, my my book about that experience is called "The Six-Figure Battered Wife," because mm-hmm. I needed people to understand that abuse happens to high earning women, but we don't talk about it. And for me, I also felt bad that I could afford to leave my husband, but I did it. And how dare I put myself in the same category with the woman who's got three kids. She is a stay at home mom. He controls all the finances. How dare I put myself in that category because I Mm -hmm. could afford to leave. And so that took me a long time to process that. So, coming out of that, when I finally made the decision, I ain't going back. I am done. God, I have done the best I could. I did my best to honor my vows, and it almost killed me. Mm. I'm done. And if you want this marriage to be restored, you got to make it real clear that I see a change in his heart. Otherwise, I'm going to be over here putting my life back together. (laughs)
0: Yes. And
1: get. Yes. And so what happened is my friends around me, I would go out more and they and they didn't know I had been. Nobody knew I was going through this. Wow. Nobody. And so they didn't know this, but they would say to me like, "Dang T, what's going on. You're glowing. And it was because I had realized I'm going to live fully in who I am now. So when the divorce was final in no in November of 2011, I resolved that the next year, I didn't want to have no dreams, no goals, no aspirations past. I just want to heal mm. because the first thing that I had to process is how did I allow myself to be treated so badly for so mm. long. You yeah. gotta process that first. Yeah. And yeah. so I didn't, I I didn't want to do anything but go to work and go home and just heal and mm. redecorate my house. And like I just, I just want because that's the only I have my Tina Turner moment, can you <laughs> like I don't want nothing but my name.
0: Right. In the house that I'm for
1: you. Then the house that I bought before you, if I had this house, I put a lot of energy and work into this house. And so I wanted this house. And then I knew I was going to, you know, totally redecorate it to remove everything. But that's the Mm -hmm. only thing that I really wanted to do was focus. But God being God was like, yeah, that ain't what (laughs) you get ready to do. And so in May, knowing I was coming up on my 40th birthday in May of 2012, I was asking God. What can I what lessons can I share? on social media mind you at the time i had like 200 facebook friends and i knew all of them this
0: is well this is what i was going to say and and you know hearing you now guy kind of do this because i was like how did this just explode this mm-hmm. way because that's not how i mean i know what i knew obviously what you were doing in la you work-wise. probably were not even my facebook friend at the time <laughs> You know what I'm saying?
1: because you know that's what i wasn't trying to be out there i wasn't trying yeah. to be a voice i wasn't yeah. trying. I, was, I enjoyed what I did in television. So that's, you know, I was living my dream of being a producer and an editor in television until God told me to write this book. And it was supposed to just be, you know, my 40 days. This was before anybody was doing this. This was just something I wanted to do. Give me a lesson to post every day for 40 days. But being that I am a storyteller, I always have to start at the end. Like what's going to be the lesson on September 14th, God? I need to know. Cause then I can build to, you know, right. I'm extra so I can build to <laughs> what it needs to be. And I was working on a show called My Cat from Hell at the time. And I'm driving to work and I was like, okay, so what's going to be the final lesson? What do you, what's God, do you want me to say is the biggest lesson about this journey that I've been on? And God was like, you're going to write a book. And I was like, no I don't want to I hate writing um I don't want to i never want to be nobody's author so what are you talking about I gotta write a book I don't want to write a book and I was just like okay I know I ain't heard you right so I just ignored it <laughs> but at the same time I couldn't sleep I wasn't eating and the book just um. automatically just kind of started pouring out of me and then that book that I didn't want to write Kenya ended up winning three Beverly Hills book awards and was downloaded almost 10,000 times in 2 wow. days on six continents. Wow. That's when my life changed because but here's the lesson I want I want the listeners to get. Before then, when I only had like 200 Facebook friends, I knew all of them. I was finding my voice because I was writing these stories on Facebook. Mm, right one of my friends was you know saw me in person like girl you write the longest post and then (laughs) proceeded to tell me everything that I wrote and I'm like but you read it it." (laughs) (laughs) but what I realized that God was what God was doing secretly because he can be tricky with you he was helping me get comfortable with mm, my voice,
0: yeah. because
1: I'm writing mm. just to love on these 150, 200 Facebook friends and take a journey and take them on a journey with me of what I'm thinking or whatever, not realizing he was actually planting the seed to get me prepared to write a book.
0: Yeah.
1: Wow. So do wow. not despise the preparations. That you're getting on your way to finding your voice. I got yeah. real comfortable. One one friend of mine, I'll never forget, she was so well meaning. Uh, Diane, she was like, Girl, I don't think you should be telling all of that. And I'm like, Why not? Because it's going to help somebody.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's
1: help somebody. And now she has to, you know, eat, eat her words <laughs> because if you go in my DMs, that's what you're going to find messages of. I never could say this, but I'm so glad that you did because yes. you just freed me. I told you, I'm built for that. Yes. God built me for that. I don't, ha- I don't carry shame long. Like, I may have that initial reaction of dang, shoot, people gonna know that. Then I'm just like, all right, God, how are we gonna use this?
0: <laughs> exactly. Somebody else from feeling this way. Exactly. Well, I think, I mean, you just, you've said so many powerful things, Twan. And I, one of the things that I wanna kind of, pull out and let people examine a little bit more is how finding your voice is what helps others find theirs. And it's, a this candle, is,
1: it's a candle effect.
0: Exactly.
1: It's a candle effect. So my candle, um, I, I used to call my, my group of people who rock with me, my tea lights. And tea obviously for TJ, but also mm-hmm. is to give the analogy that I want to create. And that's what we've done with League of Extraordinary Water Walkers. I want to create um, this group of people that if you get a tea light, that, it ain't going to do too much by itself. But if you put that puppy in a room with 100 other tea lights,
0: exactly.
1: it's going to light up the room. I'm that initial tea light. And yeah. I want to rock with people who are committed to making the world better. We are do-gooders. We always, we are Pollyanna. We're going to always be looking for the best in people. I still look for the best in my ex-husband. I pray mm. that he has turned his life over to Jesus. Now stay over there, but I'm going to pay for you. But, <laughs> but I'm always looking for the best in people. Mm. And yeah. so I surround myself and tend to draw people who want to know that there's other kind of things on the other side of the trauma that we experience don't let nobody steal your joy so much that you become jaded you don't laugh a lot you suspect everything your guard is always up no you come over here and let us show you how to walk on water and turn your life around Wow, I think that was the answer to the question. I, no, right? it was
0: it no and and please i I love everything that you're saying, everything that you're saying, I think everybody needs to hear, and you know that tea light, yes, indeed, and this is the whole I'm gonna let this little light of mine shine, shine. okay, so, and the reason why you're letting it shine is so others you're giving the permission slip for others to let their light shine. That's, and, and, and others who are in darkness. Yeah. That shine helps them start to see out of their darkness. So it is all, you know, it is all well, like when we are, even to your point, even when we're going through the dark, by getting to the other side, that, that experience in itself is going, to, even if it just helps one person. And this is what's so important. I think this is what you're saying with Facebook. It, you don't need to have the masses. I mean, if the masses happens, then you know that's another, there's another space then now that you're energetically managing there. But if you got 10 Facebook friends and only one liked your post, that's one more than if you had no one. Mm-hmm. At
1: that point, girl, I celebrate my little three people. I <laughs> asked them what y'all want from the gas station, my little people that's always liking and supporting. What y'all I'm headed to the gas station? What y'all want? Can I bring y'all some back? Yeah because those are the people that will go down uh with me. Like that's how any amazing and I have achieved some amazing feats in the last, you know, since 2020, really with the pandemic because of, you know, what God has called me to do. And what I found is I, I have attracted, somebody called me the other day, you are a people collector. So you (laughs) somehow convince us to get on this train with you, this plane. We don't know where we going. We just know that we are supposed to be on here with you to help you do what God has called you to do. And so when the pandemic broke out, uh, one of my, my things that I created was this virtual bingo game that just took off. Wow. And I put out there, and the other thing I want people to hear is don't be afraid to ask for help because yes. nothing that you're going to do that's impactful, generational, you're going to need help. I hate the term self-made. Hate it with a passion because nothing I do is going to be self-made. And so I put out there, y'all, I'm starting this virtual bingo game. Um, I don't know what it's supposed to be, but we need some joy. So if you want, if you're lonely, you can come play with me, come play. Come yes. play, And that, that virtual bingo game took off. We were end up playing for six weeks. Um, wow. and I had given away almost $10,000 that then led me to around and, you know, being that you and I come out of Howard, you know, graduations, HBCU graduations are hot.
0: <laughs> yes. And so
1: at the time we're watching, you know, all of these graduations get snatched. And so I asked God, like, mm-hmm. God, what can I do to help? because these kids are gonna be miserable. I'm thinking about these first-generation kids mm-hmm. that are not gonna have the- college graduation, kids. yes. Right, because they're hard work. So I'm like, what can I do to help? And God was like, the virtual bingo was the precursor to the assignment. The, the assignment you need to do is now you're gonna do H B C you bingo. No, I'm not. That's not what, no, see, that was not what, no, that's not what I meant when I said, how can we- help? Right. No. <laughs> Uh, but, but God, if I'm hearing you correctly, then I'm gonna ask you to show me how to raise a hundred thousand dollars for these students to give away to them in virtual bingo. These grads, God was like, "Well, hold my beer," because in three days I was at sixty thousand. Come on, in less than four weeks we were at over 1 million in cash and prizes. And we gave it away to the 2020 grads, nearly 500 HBCU grads that played bingo with us uh, for four nights in June of 2020. I I said, I needed to lay that foundation to go back to your question. And I only was able to do it because I was bold enough to put out there, y'all, this is the goal. This is what I'm trying to do. I can't do this by myself right. who can help people right. started coming out the woodwork to help me knowing. And I was clear and honest to you saying I'm honest.
0: Well, that's I, what I, was building, gonna, I was just going to, I was just going to say, this
1: plane as I fly it at some point I'm going to look behind me and somebody's going to have to have a wheel, a door, a seat and hand it to me. Cause we ain't got all of that to start, right. but this is where we're going. We are trying to help these kids that ended up landing me meeting a graduate who told me that Kenya, when she went to her HBCU, she was a foster, she had aged out of foster care. Her her, um, social worker drove her to to college, pulled up to the curb, let her unload what little she had and left her. Once again, I went back, God, what can I do? Because this can't happen. This is horrible. God was like, I got another assignment for you. Move in day mafia. We launched move in day mafia. We provide dorm room makeovers for those students who have aged out of foster care and are attending HBCU. Mm. Didn't Mm. know what the heck I was doing, but was bold enough to ask people, I need help. So when move in day mafia becomes a multi-million dollar charity like Make-A-Wish, it ain't going to be because TJ built this thing. It's no. going to be because TJ was bold enough to ask for help
0: and people answered. Mm. T- okay. So now, so now, okay. So for me, I, I told her before I push record, I'm going to be just like the listener because mm-hmm. I have not been able to have these one-on-one conversations with you where I could hear all of this in context. And now I'm like, oh, because I'm watching and I'm like, right. Wow. Well, yeah, always did... and it wasn't even so much she's because like, I'm all I do a lot of things mm-hmm. and I'm much to your point I hear where I'm supposed to be and it's like and I question, constantly like, you no, know, and, and to your point with the book, I have a new book that's coming out in 2024. It's actually a book series. And I too was like, I'm not a writer. Mm-hmm. I do a lot of things. I sing, I write songs, <laughs> I don't do books, <laughs> you know? <laughs> and so and it was like, well, no, you do. So it's like, to your point, it's like, and and, and learning how to trust. And this is, girl, you know, we, we we passed our 30 minutes. I can't even believe it. The time just went, whew, but I got to ask these two things. Okay? Well, maybe three, but two definitely.
1: And I'll try to answer them really quickly.
0: <laughs> how do you trust mm. the voice of God? Like how do you trust? God I love
1: it? that. <laughs> I love that. And cuz I get it all the time. Um I trust the voice because either I know I got a 50/50 chance of getting it right or getting it wrong. And I know that if I get it wrong, God still got grace for me. Yeah. Because what he ain't going to say is you were disobedient. You got it wrong because you were disobedient. Right. Uh, if anything, I get on his nerves because I asked for the sign of the sign of that last sign, that that was the sign. Can you send me a sign that that was the sign? So I have gone through a whole bunch of checks and balances before <sighs> I move. And yeah. so I have enough relationship with him To know that he knows if I miss it, it's because of my humanity, not my heart. Mm. And he's got a plan for that. So somebody is always asking me that just because like for 10 years, I would write on social media, Samsung is my sponsor. They just don't know it yet or I would write hashtag best buy as my sponsor. They just don't know it yet. Kenya, I was writing this before I even knew what they, I wanted them to sponsor. Wow. This year, within two weeks of each other, Best Buy and Samsung came on to be my sponsor. Wow. I am real clear about my faith. And so I have faith that when God says it, that <laughs> that really does settle it, for me. and I didn't know when it was coming. I just knew that it did because I heard him.
0: Exactly. You don't I need to know it. the how, and this, the is, how. this is this is this is this is something. in this season on the podcast, I'm we're talking a lot more about faith, belief, spirituality, because we're at a time now where we can no longer just talk about. I, I call it being in the huddle. Like at a game, like when you're on a team and the coach pushes you in the huddle and he gives you all the plays and this rah, rah, rah. Now you got to go out and play the game. You mm-hmm. got to remember what was called in the huddle and you got to execute. We're really being pushed now to to execute and to trust. So to me, that means trust. Trust what you are, what these gifts what that you've been given, what you've heard, all of that. I could go on. We are going to do a bonus, y'all. So those of you who are part of our Patreon, you know, you will get to hear A few more questions from TJ. We are going to be wrapping up this side, but I got two more questions quickly. One, with this energy and this vibration that's so positive, TJ, how... See, I said TJ. I was Mm -hmm. able to do it. You did. What do you do to take care of yourself in this moment now to sustain that? So...
1: (laughs) I'm a different breed. Um, I know a lot of women, they like they go get massages and they nails and you know they her did. That's all work for me. <laughs> My self-care, brace yourself, is I watch a lot of TV. <laughs> and violent TV. Mm. And again, owning I'm I'm 51 now. So I've had this decade of me finding my voice. I've gotten real comfortable on who I am. And so I thought I used to think it was a bit weird that my creativity flows mostly and I hear God a lot when I'm watching TV.
0: Interesting.
1: And I, I watch so much. My TV is always on. It's not on now. It's because I'm here with you. But <laughs> my assistant will tell you when she feels I'm getting a little cranky or I'm getting beside myself, Uh ma'am, take an hour and go find something to watch violent on TV. That is my self-care. And wow. But I find myself, I'm daydreaming a lot. So I'm always having to pause and go back and rewind 50,000 times because mm-hmm. either you know, God has downloaded something in me or what I'm watching or it's it's my white space. TV yeah. really is my white space. I don't want to go get my nails done. I go get them done, but it's a chore. Going yeah. to get my hair done is part of the brand of T.J. So that's a chore. Self-care really, and I'll go get a massage when my body is really hurting. Yeah. But my self-care is really being by myself, watching something violent. And right Mm. now I'm totally into billions because God is speaking to me a lot in billions. God has had prophesied to me that, uh, someone had prophesied to me that he's getting ready to send me into corporate. Now, mind you, I ain't never worked corporate a day (laughs) in my life, ever. So corporate has always intimidated me. So I stumbled across billions and man, I'm taking pages of notes of what so...
0: But you're about to do something different within it. I mean, it's not going to function. I mean, what spirit is telling me as you're just saying that is, yeah, you're needed in that space because of its need to shift. Yeah, it needs, and that's exactly what she said. Yeah, Yeah. he's
1: sending me there because it needs to have a shift that he's built you to actually bring,
0: and you have Um, the audacity.
1: And you have the honesty. which is why my whole series at Illegal... See, you're on it, Kenya. <laughs> my story extraordinary water walkers is built on my series called the ABCs of Audacity, mm. and so where I walk through the whole alphabet, each letter is a different key to operating in your audacity. So it's Ooh. interesting that you, you, that was a God wink for me that you yes. should pick <laughs> that up. Well, it's
0: funny because I can feel energies and I'm like, oh, so as you talk or as anybody talks to me, and if I feel like they're able to absorb what I, you know, what I received, I'll say it. I, I can't always do that.
1: Fully <laughs> accept that's a big God wink for me. Because if you didn't yeah. know that, yeah, yeah, that's a God wink. The, the next series, the next brand that's being built out through the League of Extraordinary Water Walkers is ABCs of audacity and our pillars of water walkers is faith, audacity, and resilience. Those are the three pillars that we stand on. So I love that. Thank you, God.
0: Ah, and I thank you for allowing me to be a vessel. I love it, I love it. Okay, this is my last question. I ask every guest this question. It has nothing to do with what we've been talking about. But because you know that um, obviously we're both music lovers and musicians and y'all, yes, she can sing. So that's another thing she didn't even we didn't even get into. Mm-hmm. Look at her frown. Look at her. Smile. What's that little smirk? Anyway, tell me this: What is your theme song? Or Major. Is- Major, Major by Ja'Kaylin Carr. Major. But let me write it down. All right. Yes. She. Major by
1: Ja'Kaylin Carr because the words are: I can see it, I can feel it, I can hear it. I don't, uh, I can't explain it, but I know that it's major. And that is really the season that I'm in. I like I that. can't explain it. Um, the day the Samsung call the day, the best buy call came in, the Holy spirit had whispered to me. Uh, and I got that familiar feeling like something about to happen today. I don't know what it is. God loves to surprise me. I love surprises. Mm-hmm. So that yeah. song was playing cause I couldn't explain it, but I knew it was coming. The Best Buy call came in. As I'm trying to process the Best Buy call, I hear the Holy Spirit literally whisper to me, but there's more. Five minutes later, Sherry Shepard calls me and tells me that she had just accepted the invitation to play Celebrity Jeopardy and she was going to play on behalf of Move-In Day Mafia. I can't explain it, but I know that it's major. And so that is my, that, you will find that song on repeat um, all day. And then Anthony Brown just dropped his album. He's a, another artist favorite of mine. Um, mm-hmm. Just dropped his album last night. Instantly, I fell in love with his song called Grace. Mm, and I'm he talked about, about, I'm the reason why grace has existed. Like I, I, I am the epitome of why God had to create grace. And I felt that.
0: I So yes.
1: that with every fiber of my being like yes. Yeah, grace is needed because of people like
0: me. Yes, <laughs> yes. Uh this has been so magical. And I knew it would. I knew it would. We're we're gonna go to our bonus and um because I want you to and you you started this, you did a, a really um beautiful. I don't know what's the word I'm looking for when you were saying, you know, whatever women listening to this, please hear this. And I want, that's what our bonus is about to kind of give another nugget of that for those who are just maybe needing to be fed a little bit more, but I love you. I appreciate you. How can people, we're going to put this in our show notes as well, but just quickly, how can people follow you on social media or Um, online period? doesn't have to be. So
1: I'm TJ Mercer, T-E-E-J Mercer everywhere. Um, If you wanna donate or volunteer to Move In Day Mafia, go to moveindaymafia.org. If what I've said uh, uh, has resonated with you about water walking um, in miracles, uh, like Peter did with Jesus, just go to leagueofextraordinarywaterwalkers.com. You can join us there. We meet for right now, we're meeting every Tuesday night at 815 Eastern. Um, Mm -hmm. So you can come into that whenever you feel led to. Um, but the warning that if you're gonna follow me on social media, especially on Facebook, um, I yeah, I sometimes embarrass my mother because of. <sighs> Just follow her,
0: you guys. <laughs> follow her. You're only going to, it's only going to feed you. It's only going to feed you. I, I don't think it's going to take you away. And if they decide they don't want it, then they say- still- I'm okay with that. Yeah, she, you can tell. She's fine with it. So I love it. We'll have all of that in the show notes. And again, I appreciate you. Stay right there. For those listening, we will be back next week. Thank you. Yay! <laughs> Thank you for listening. Be sure to like, follow, and subscribe to the podcast and share on social media using hashtag findingyourvoiceafter40. To submit questions, email info at findingyourvoiceafter40.com.